Hello, human peoples. You're listening to the podcast network of Gamefully Unemployed. Support us and gain access to great exclusive podcasts like Fox Mulder is a Maniac, Tom and Jeff Watch Batman, Star Trek The Next Futurama, and our latest show, Spiel Boys. Head over to patreon.com slash gamefullyunemployed. We do game streaming, movie nights with our patrons every Friday night, and you can even commission your own podcast about anything you want. Literally anything, within reason, and we have to do it. You are quite frankly out of excuses not to go visit patreon.com slash gamefullyunemployed. That's patreon.com slash G-A-M-E-F-U-L-L-Y unemployed, which is spelled like it sounds. Yeah, podcasting. Yeah. This is how this is how we pump up me and Tom pump up every time. Mm-hmm. The old timey uh, trumpet, old timey <laughs> trumpet. <laughs> it's it's super apt too because of what we're talking about today. Sure, yeah. Hey, hey, hi everybody. Mm. Hi, my name is David Bell. Hi, I'm here as a replacement for Tom Ryman. Uh, my name is Abe Epperson. Yeah, and I hope. I will impress you with my takes. All right. And we just watched Pray. 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 Pray 2022's Pray. Pray. That's mm-hmm. how you say it. Pray. That's how you say it. Why do you want to hunt? Because you all think that I can't. I saw a sign in the sky. I'm ready. It's a predator. <laughs> it's a predator. This is a uh, a predator by um, the guy who made um, Ten Cloverfield. Clover- Ten yeah. Cloverfield. The guy who made a good movie that then got turned into a Cloverfield. Uh, very frustratingly, mm-hmm. if you recall, that was actually like a movie called The Cellar. That was supposed to just be a standalone film, and honestly, it would have been so much better if they didn't like slap the Cloverfield brand all over it. I think it would have done better. Mm. I think people wouldn't have just groaned when they saw the title. Uh, but that's just me. Yeah. I don't know. Point being that, that I think that movie was good. I thought it, it was, was a just, quality. Yeah. It was a lot better. I don't know. I, I don't really just, have a problem with the Cloverfield series until the most recent like Netflix one or whatever it was. Well, it's, it's, it's the paradox. I know this isn't what the podcast is about. Right. It's, it's a, I liked the first one, and then it became, after that, a cash grab, right? It became a very mm-hmm. cynical cash grab to the point that they could take a movie called The Cellar. I believe it's called The Cellar. I, I hope I'm not misquoting that. And just slap on a Cloverfield ending and call it 10 Cloverfield Lane. Like, that's yeah. what bothers me about the Cloverfield series is that it had no integrity whatsoever. Uh, to the point that they could just take a movie and retroactively make it a Cloverfield movie mm-hmm. because it was such a mystery box that they could just do that. 
and that's that's my issue. It's such a cynical mystery box. No, I mean series. it's it's a and it's also reminiscent though of I mean what this film is, which is uh, as people have been talking, and if you've seen on Twitter and whatnot, there's been a lot of hubbub about this movie. It's been getting good reviews. Yeah, Jesse Ventura just praised the film. There you and go. And welcome the main actress, um, Amber Mid Thunder, mm-hmm. uh, into the Predator family. I have a feeling she's going to go places. Yeah, she was really good. Uh, but yeah. I, I was just speaking to largely the concept that uh, this. Uh, what's the name of the What's the name of the director? Trachenberg. Dan Trachenberg. Trachenberg. Dan Trachenberg. He who seems I, yeah. to be building inside franchises smaller worlds. That are yeah. actually well designed and smaller, humbler films. That actually is like a trend that I think w- we have embraced. Uh, this kind of like blockbuster to mid level movie that actually is trying not to do like the action adventure sweeping ensemble right. casts. You know, he's just like, let's get down to the nitty gritty of what makes it work. I say, get this man a Star Wars. Yes, I okay. That's a, for the that's a great reason. idea. Yeah, great idea. Because that is the cynical point of view. Before we get into the actual movie, yeah. the cynical perspective is you take a, a a property that's big enough, and you uh, yeah, you tell a smaller indie story within it, and you make a bunch of money because it goes off the brand recognition. Recognition. Yeah. That's what I think Ten Cloverfield Lane did badly, mm-hmm. and what I think this movie did. Good, goodly. Good. Um, what's your history with Predator? I, I, I just want to say Predator is one of the first movies I like, remember seeing. It, it is a big part of me. My history of Predator, as in my opinions on Predator. Yeah, and like, as like, were you a fan of Predator? I was, was it a big a, deal for you? Uh, it wasn't a huge deal for me, but I really liked Predator One. Uh, Predator Two kind of came into my life a little later in life than I'd say most others. And all the right. all the remaining predators, with the I, I, I would give it the exclusion of the Shane Black one, which had a lot of moments. I believe that was Predators. Um, there's a lot of like solid moments in that movie. F- for the most part, I feel like it's a franchise that has somewhat lost its way. Uh, but then again, I'm not a big fan of the AVP kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, like I understand that it's like Marvel versus Capcom and it is awesome. Aliens versus Predators and whatnot. But I think it's also indicative of what distracts from making a good Predator, um, which should be like the under uh, the underdog story. And it's a cat and mouse. Yeah, and I like the cat and mouse. That's why I <laughs> it's like Alien. In the name. It's why I like Predator. Yeah. When you mix them together, they're both on the side of like almost nearly unstoppable. So it kind of takes away from that. And I think that that's something that Dan Trachenberg and company really do understand about the Predator uh, franchise. What makes it work? And yeah. that's why this film is better than yeah, most well, of the I, others. I've said this before. I grew up on Terminator, Predator, and Alien. That was the the holy trilogy, Trinity, sorry, the Trinity of films mm-hmm. for me. And as a big fan of that, as those are the fir- like first three movies that really like spoke to me. That got Jaws, little Dave but, going got him, yeah, running up but, and like, down the stairs. Hanging out, yeah, hanging out in my best friend's basement, watching Terminator, Predator, uh, and Aliens, uh, all the Aliens. One thing that I have come to understand is that all three of those films, in my mm-hmm. opinion, 
are slasher films. Mm-hmm. They are horror slashers. Yeah. It is it's just that the villain, much like Jason Voorhees, is indestructible in a in a more creative way. Yeah. Uh but they're monster slash slasher movies and that's what makes them great. That doesn't mean I I do like some expansions of it. I like the Shane Black Predator, but I do agree that that really lost its way. That is that's Jason goes Jason goes to Manhattan or whatever. Like that's that mm-hmm. version. That's when it that's when the slasher becomes this big stupid spectacle, right? Uh-huh. Uh Jason takes Manhattan, right? Yeah. Uh anyway. Uh and it's the same with Aliens, which is like the Covenant ones. Um they're fun. But I do think they do fundamentally miss the point of what made the original Aliens good, which is it's cat and mouse. You're stuck with them. Uh, same with Terminator, is that it's cat and mouse. You're stuck with this machine. How are you going to fucking destroy it? Mm-hmm. Once they got into the weird lore stuff, it, it lost its way, which you could say that uh, one argument is that, like, well, where do you go with the story? You know? And... Another thing I've constantly said about Predator and Alien is that the place you go with the story is back in time, which is all to yeah. say, yes, this is exactly what I wanted for a Predator sequel. And it's wild that it's taken so long for someone to fucking do it. It's it's kind of funny because it seems to be the only take on social media right now, which is just like, yes, let's do this in like, yeah. let's just it dri- imagine it in a different time and just throw a predator in there. And it's like, yeah, right. that's kind of how this works. It, dri- it drives me fucking nuts. Cause I've been preaching that for decades now and, and the internet is finally catching up and being like, Oh yeah. What if we did one in like a pirate ship? And I like, there's a hype cast where I fucking said pirate ship at one point. Mm-hmm. It's just like, yeah, that's what you do with these you you make them the whole the whole first predator movie is about a fucking it's an underdog story it's about mm-hmm. arnold with nothing having to use his wits and of course the idea is that they're all tough guys in the first one and you realize like being a tough guy doesn't matter you have mm-hmm. to be smart that's the whole point uh yeah. and that's the whole point of this movie too it's also there's a little bit of love from Trachenberg to John McTiernan, obviously to me. Yeah, uh, director of the original Predator, which is that like if you like as a filmmaker, I was very invigorated by this movie. I was very excited when I was watching it to see the buzz around it, then to watch it with that hype going into it is always right. a struggle. But within seven shots, the like of the film, there's like there's landscape shots. The uh, the mother kicks Naru awake, and then we see shots of how haunting the empty forest can be with just silence and the right context. And so, to me, the reason that I like point that out is that Trachenberg is able to give us an appetizer right off the bat of where. Like the loneliness and how loneliness can be terrifying, and yeah, like how the environment is terrifying. He really understands, and that's why this movie is a series of vignettes that are something being hunted. Like we see it throughout the animal kingdom. We just get like, all right, start a scene. Okay, so that's just a wolf trying to catch a bunny. Pan over. And now our characters are doing some stuff. And the reason that he's doing that is that obviously he wants to make it a metaphor. He wants us to meditate on what it is to be a predator, what it is to be prey. And I thought 
within seven shots, I knew I was directorially in good hands. It's not like a brilliant maneuver. It just reminded me that we've gotten used to some real schlock uh, in Hollywood. And I don't know. Everything you hear from me is the point of view of a snob anyway. But I just wanted to point out. Right. I think we're both coming at this. And we're both, I think, very disillusioned uh, (laughs) or cynical by modern uh, filmmaking. And it's like after all these attempts at like like again i like the schlock of alien versus predator mm-hmm. it's sort of a numbness though at this point which was that i had accepted a long time ago that, that i was just not going to see a good predator ever again mm-hmm. like i i just thought like okay predator one and then predator two is the second breast predator still that's re- that's ridiculous mm-hmm. and like it, even the shane black one it was like oh i had fun doing this but what a what a fucking train wreck Right. What like they in that embraced the schlock side. Yeah. And so it was just like, okay, we're never going back to the the stuff that made this work. And then watching this movie just reinvigorated that mm-hmm. where I'm like, yes, that's how you fucking do it. And you're right, is it's not doing that much. It's just doing it's 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 doing the baseline competence that you'd you'd have expected or we should have gotten from this right. a while it, ago. It's not that complex is the other thing, is that it takes one thing and does it simply. That may yeah. not be everyone's cup of tea. Like this movie, for example, is just like every second of every moment is some f- aspect of metaphor for proving ground. It's just proving ground, proving ground, proving ground. That's what right. this story is. That's why everyone fails so much as well, uh, which I'm sure we'll talk about a little bit. But like, man, oh, man. Does this movie also have problems, especially near the end, but just the setup and the conceptualization and like what scene goes to what scene, why it does, what we're watching and basically just like the iterations of the shots, the flow of the thing, the idea that it's like only an hour and a half to four hour, 40 minutes. Like it's so well designed from the jump that even though there are some probably little nitpicky aspects of the ending that I don't love, uh, it's who cares, you know, it's still better than 90% of movies. I, yeah, I have a couple nitpickies, but like, I, yeah, hard agree with what you just said. My one of my biggest problems with this movie is that in order to w- watch it in my schedule, I had to watch it in the afternoon. And why the fuck couldn't I go to a theater? <laughs> like, why did I have to watch this in the middle of the day? Yeah, in my office because the windows were too glaring on my living room right. to watch a predator movie. A it's new predator really movie. Infor- it's so yeah. yeah, that's so infuriating to me that whatever the fucking reasons, the the money people decided, oh, let's just limp this out on fucking mm-hmm. Hulu, mm-hmm. and it's like, what the fuck are we doing here? Why didn't I see this in a theater? Because it shouldn't have been made by 20th Century Studios. It should have been made yeah. by Warner Brothers. Everyone knows this. <laughs> yeah, apparently. <laughs> uh, <laughs> only that, yeah. theater. Yeah, no, I I, I understand that because it is. Like there's some movies that are designed for theaters. This is one of them. I was upset once this movie was get like once those first shots happen. I was upset. Yeah, because they're so pretty. Yeah, and I was like, why aren't I watching this in a fucking theater? This movie like is clearly good. Yeah. Uh, What the fuck? This I was like, like, I was watching it. Like the first few shots are like it felt like a Paul Thomas Anderson movie. Like the beginning of there will be blood. It's like, and there was a place. 
and let's sit and let you become a part of that place. Right. Not many films do that. You know, it's wild to me that this extremely competent film that understood Predator, the studios looked at them and they're like, eh, streaming. And, and it's just like that. Just that makes me the, so mad at everything, the, the entire industry. Yeah. Um, and so that that yeah, that bothered me more than anything else. The movie, mm-hmm. obviously, I think people can tell we both really liked. Uh, we could go through the plot. I kind of do. I think there's some there's some hilarious. I don't know. There's just some choices that are grand my yeah <laughs> I, I so one of the things i wanted to call out that is uh, this is a nitpick mm-hmm. uh is that i kind of wish they treated the predator predator a little more of a horror villain near the beginning is so like if you remember the original predator and i know you can't recreate this obviously because mm-hmm. nobody saw it coming but they they kept a distance from the predator at first and then once shit got going, we stuck with the Predator. Like, we'd get these yeah, moments the, um, where he's healing himself. And, um, and like, I kind of wish for the first part. We, like, like the first time we see the Predator is, like, almost a medium close-up on its, its back. In this and I was just like, oh, space, you just yeah. showed it. Yeah. Yeah, and usually films will do something where it's, like, it's either absence or it's abstraction in order to get you pieces of the monster. Like, think about how Alien was uh, unfolds in terms of, like, what do you see of the alien? It's like you're building up to, like, kind of the middle of the film where it's like, and now we get a final shot of, like, the whole fucking thing. Right. But I think what's interesting is, yeah, that's why it's a nitpick is what's interesting to me, though, is like most people are probably saying, like, yeah, but we've seen Predators a million times. But this Predator actually looked different. So it, it would have been kind of cool to tease him a little more, uh, or her, uh, the, the the whatever, uh, like the, the it, who fucking it, knows? It just, <laughs> yeah, there's no way to know. Um, mm. but, but like, yeah. I don't know. It, again, uh, th- this is this is a nitpick. That's a nitpick it's for a, sure. Yeah, uh, one of my favorite parts about the introduction of the predator, though, is that like uh, he drops down on the planet. Or she drops down on the planet. I think that should be canon now. I think it can. Well, be there's it. they they never they specify. never. Who cares? I mean, who the cares, a, there was an actor un, in the suit that it was mm-hmm. a, was a dude, but like, but the predator you know. drops down uh, and sees people, starts to look around, finds them, and the first thing that they're doing is hunting. He was probably like sweet this is extremely my shit you know like this predator was having a good time the other thing we notice about the predator like we do with naru our protagonist is through the entire film almost until the like final climax um everything is a struggle and everything is a failure yeah the predator is not that good of a predator and something that should be said i think I think the typical take I've seen online, which I agree with, which is if you look at the design sense of this Predator, you mentioned it being slightly different, having a different look, but also like its HUD is a little bit more simplistic. Uh, It's wearing less armor. It's not using advanced weapons that we've seen with other Predators. This might be a very young Predator and they like clearly uh, scale it somewhat. They say, like, all right, you're going to the minor leagues kind of idea. 
the so we we tend to make fun of predators as being the dentists of space, where they they go to they they do trophy hunting right mm-hmm. with all of this right, right. equipment. And you could argue that's what probably the original Predator w- was, but one of the things that Alien vs. Predator actually established that I think was established in the comics and was I think was always established, like I'm almost certain in the making of Predator they mentioned this, is that it very much is a rite of passage. Mm-hmm. That what a Predator is doing by coming yeah, down and hunting humans so. yeah. is a rite of passage, and they don't always win and that's what they're showing in this movie specifically because the main character she is undergoing the exact same rite of passage which is that is unique and it's like i guess i want to unpack that a little bit with you because that's interesting to me because something that we love about uh like when you look about your trinity of you know movies and you look about like the what makes a good horror movie it's always fun. It's fundamental to most horror movies that we usually like that they are human who is human or protagonist who is like ill-equipped against even if they know their environment well. Right. It doesn't matter. The uh, monster is literally the environment in terms of it can come out of anywhere like think of alien where it's coming through the ship's like hole and stuff like that like it just is it owns you whether it's day or night there's no upper hand against this thing so when you get a movie like this and a franchise like this it's a little interesting that we show them as like kind of goofy ass predators like he cut his leg on a log at some point um you know, like, like, and that's not even like, she just sees his blood. Like he didn't even clean it up. Next we get, he gets bit by a wolf and he's like, ah, I killed the wolf. Uh, and that's yeah, just he's really, not having a great, he's, he's not having a great time. It's actually really funny because they kind of do this build up thing that they do because like you said, it's a rate of passage. So there's like, how far can I go? Can I get yeah. my combo sc- score up? And I thought that this one in particular was pretty weak. Like as far as predators go, it's just the idea. Like it just made me laugh. Just the idea of the predator <laughs> going like, does this cow have what it takes to defy me? <laughs> I conquered the mighty fish. You know, right. it's like starting pretty low. It kills a snake as its first deal yeah you know it's like but um, that's that is a theme of slasher the slasher genre if you go back and watch scream that motherfucker can't stand up without fucking tripping over something every four seconds jason Voorhees is a clutch it's one of (sighs) those weird things that they slash that happens in slasher movies which is that the actual slasher is kind of a dope uh, which is mm. funny that the, the, this is true in this one as well because you're right. This predator, uh, it's not yeah, like they, alien. They kind of suck. Yeah, and um, they get killed. Uh, by, spoilers: they get killed by their own stupid mask. I <laughs> and they don't realize it, which was great. <laughs> right? Yeah, it's so fucking great. Like that's the other thing about this movie is that you'll like you're a writer, I'm a writer. We both like this kind of writing, which is that this script has like so many sequences of simple cause and effect. And the fact that both of them keep fucking up because it's also Naru. Like she literally falls into like is told time after time, like the predator, you can't let your bowstring get wet and she falls into mud, you know, like it's not necessarily her fault, but she isn't like, having a good time she's constant like her first uh kahamea against the uh mountain lion is which is the the it's just the same thing the kahamea is the uh rite of passage right yeah. um for for her peoples and it's just like oh man she just failed she just failed like yep. 
and what you need to do is not fail. So she's not, it's not that she isn't like qualitatively good. It's just that she is either unlucky or it's just life is this way somehow. And the fact that the film emphasizes the cause and effect of things through edits, edits and like the movies uh, navigation through the plot. Like, for example, I love the sequence where she throws the ax she misses the rabbit cut to axe practice. And she like builds a thing where she like now has a rope attached to the axe does good, does well with it. Cut to dinner. Yep. You know, it's stuff like that where it's just like, yeah, ah, it, I didn't need to see the simple. scene of her succeeding with the rabbit. I get what you're doing with it. It's cause and effect. She, it also gives me, if she fails more, it gives me this more like a buildup where I go like, she's getting slowly better. She's, uh, trying to she's testing things out which is the essence of this movie I mean that's how yeah. you beat a predator is you essentially are like I'm gonna find out what its weaknesses are and wait until I have an advantage because I can't right. take this thing on it's right? very simple elegant storytelling right uh, which I, I I feel like is missing lately in, in in even simpler stories like it's just nice to see in this it's nice to see stuff like they know they know what people expect in predators. So like the mud is a good example of her falling in the mud, uh, which yeah, you show is this tremendous failure. And the, th- I don't know about you, but my thought was, Oh, she's covered in mud. She she's goes gonna, up to this yeah. bramble of branches, just like Dutch and predator. If this was a worse movie, which at the time I wasn't sure. Um, I was like, Oh, okay. So the predator is going to come and she's right. going to learn, Oh, it doesn't see me, but that's not what they do at all. And that's the right. stuff where I'm like, Oh fuck. It yes. kind of made me laugh. I was like, when she cleaned it all off, I was like, that's so great. <laughs> They're like, Nope. Yeah. Uh, and then what we learn is yeah. that she uses that against the predator because that what the movie is screaming at us is that they're the same. They're the same thing. They're it's going also, through the same process. Every hunter is the same. Yeah. Yeah. And it's also not, uh, it's nice that the movie is called Prey, and that actually means something, mm-hmm. because she is embracing herself as the prey. Is what right. we learn slowly, exactly. yeah. which I think is a strength of the movie. Um, yeah, I really think it is. Um, it really is. Like it's not just that they named it Prey because that sounded good. Mm-hmm. It actually matters. <laughs> the name. Yeah. The one thing that I don't love about while we're on the t- topic of mud, which is like, you know, obviously uh, necessary and a part of every predator story is some kind of yeah. cloaking mechanism to fight the predator's reliance on their thermals, is that it is one of my gripes with the movie was that they were uh, that they had to find a solve around that and still do it. And they they thought of this concept of, you know, these flowers that. Yeah, uh, sl- I did like, think they cool you down, and I was they like, introduced. That's... Yeah, they introduced the flowers all right, which I it didn't. It didn't like click when someone's like, "I'm freezing cold when they eat it." Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, it is a little In fact, sweaty. There's that the way that they introduce it is there's the sequence where her friend was attacked by the mountain lion that they're hunting later for her kahamea, right. and there's a sequence where they're like grabbing roots, like the whole the whole like hunting party it's grabbing roots and mushrooms and tree barks and making balms and medicine from it. And I was like, this is rad. They're resourceful and in their element. And then she says, this flower will cool 
his blood. And I'm like, oh, no, they have no <laughs> clue what they're doing. Uh, and then it was kind of worse than that, because it ended up being just there is a flower that cools your blood, like literally cools you down, literally, right. which I think would kill you. Right. Is that I don't know. I don't I'm not know, a doctor. It, that yeah, that felt a little it felt sweaty because it would have been cool to see like like this is an all native american cast or what by when i say all native american the Mm -hmm. primary cast yeah um and that's really cool and like i i don't know who am i to judge what people how people uh portray their culture Mm -hmm. and like the director i don't think is native american but it was really cool that they got um and the writer isn't native american my point is that there's that element of native american magic and mm-hmm. it would have been nice to see more of like practical Native American tactics and and tracking. And right. I think they did have that. I think they did. But they needed they needed some fucking way to make their to blood make, cold. Yeah. So they created this flower that, like, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, folks. If there's a flower out there that cools your blood, <laughs> yeah. so show, don't show up on night vision. Because when I heard it, I'm wrong. But I, yeah, that's definitely like, oh come on, you could have thought of something. You could have thought of something better. But again, better. tiny gripes for a mostly successful movie. Yeah, and that's My, what I think yeah. we're going for here. Is it's okay to make small mistakes if you make the large wins? So yeah, I mean, there's always nitpicky shit, you know. Also, and I'm yeah, filled with those people. People know me. Like, mm-hmm. I, I was also bothered, not bothered, but I was also hoping he'd do his little mimic. The the predator would do the mimics. Right. Where he, yeah. or they uh, say the shit back. Like, that made, that to me makes the predator a horror villain, that or a slasher villain. Right. Where, like, that, like that weird mimic on this. thing is really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like again it's it's whatever and i i i would also say maybe that's a bad instinct because maybe that's what the other films tried to do they were like oh gotta have this gotta have that gotta have someone say get to the chopper that's another thing yeah is that like when you i distill brands into brand iconography there's this effect that creates yeah an eye roll from at least this guy which is, is just yeah that, yeah people like it's like i don't care that you said the line you know right there is a weird instinct lately because this movie does it too if it bleeds we can kill it he says yeah. which works it works in the scene but what is going on with our nostalgia and pop culture that it's it's, it's like the mess. obi-wan show where he's like hello there and everybody's like he said it and it's like Never mind that the the plot doesn't work and it doesn't fit with the lore and that it it doesn't make sense. He said the words, so the fans are happy. And it's like, what a terrible type of fandom. Man, It's there's just a fissure in our culture. Some people love that shit. Some people hate it. What what bothers me is the fact that they forgive the, the fundamental, like, changing of a character or a story. And they're like, oh, but he said the thing. And that's what that's what always that's, makes me like. It only bothers me when it's, yeah, it's just like it's all that's there. And they're still yeah. like, it's still good. Who gives a fuck? It's yeah. awesome. And I'm like, did, it's not awesome, though. It's not awesome. If you were a fan of the thing, you would see that and be like, this isn't awesome. Like, it, it's that. Yeah. But it's again, the, we're two snobs who also like writing movies. So Right. But the idea of, yeah, how to properly tribute or sequel or or reboot something is now a conversation we have to have so unfortunately because it happens all the time mm-hmm. or shoe sequels and stuff like that and one of the weirdest instincts is that 
is like have them say the line and again they do it in this too but it's less it's less it's irritating less a, it's also not it's, super abrasive because it's not no, like it's the not. most memorable line i guess right. i mean but it it's is like, but what are we saying by doing that that this in this universe <sighs> fate has it so that people keep saying the same things like why are they saying the same things it's so odd Um, it's a little weird it's a little fucking weird i i still like that they show like what this movie is really good at is especially in the first like half hour 40 minutes your job as a movie is to show me like all right who are the people who are going to eventually come head to head let's develop what their journey is like and uh the 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 hunting party for the mountain lion which ends up becoming naru's big failure that makes her brother essentially say you're not ready for you should be just be like the classic version of the woman in this tribe right rear children gather herbs do that don't be a fighter and she's like fuck that right and that's great yeah. because you, that you have a clear need and a want and you have oppression coming from the other side. Um, the way they set that up and the fact that they make her fail is like, to me, great. Because while they're doing that, it's cutting in between what the predator is doing. And the predator is just starting to embed its own roots into the understanding of this world. Like, right. like, the first time, which is hilarious to me, the first time that we see the Predator's uh, cloaking, like he decloaks, he's just standing right. there, and the way we see it, and this is another thing that I was like, I don't know about this. It's almost like a Simpsons joke. There's an ant that walks up its his yeah, leg, and, and then, then the, there's a the mouse, rat. and yeah. then there's a snake just chilling. Like the Predator is some fucking Disney princess. Just right. literally all of the animals are here. I but once it was, again, it's about prey and and pre- and yeah. uh, like apex predators. So I would say there's a lot of that, and it's a little too on the nose. Where it's like, yeah, I could just the wolf and the rabbit is fine. I get it. Right. But yeah, this this the the rat eating the bug and the snake eating but, the rat. It was just like okay, but. I, what I, I was also yeah. loved how they shot the predator in his cloak whenever they do scenes like that. Like they like I don't think they uh, this is R, right? This has got to be an R. Yeah. Um but they did stuff like they obscured the gore through his cloak sometimes. And like it looked mm-hmm. really cool the way they were they doing that. They also had a there was the running through the wheat field was really cool because yeah. he was cloaked but he was covered in blood just on his front so you could still see him. Yeah, uh, the and bear, just, the bear was great. The bear was great. Yeah, and another using case the of blood like, to cover to uncloak the predator is one of those things that's like why didn't they do that in the original? Mm-hmm. Like that that is so obvious. <laughs> that is such a cool thing. It's just him covered in blood so right. that you get his form. Yeah. And I think I think by building up the like building up those contexts, right? Like it's so important that even though he struggles as like the predator struggles, like even fighting the bear wins. Right. But the bear gets a good chunk of him. He gets bit by a wolf. Like there's several times he just gets fucked up. Um right. and one, it shows the stretch of his actual constitution without fi- having our protagonist fight him and not just having an increasingly big body count, which is how the original Predators did it. We get to see that it's like, yeah, he's fucking up. But the thing is about this alien space race, this race, is that they, they're they like tanks. So it's fine. Yeah. They get bit. They, it's they, like whatever. 
Yeah, uh, they get a lot of second chances. So the unlike failure humans. builds up the predator, and the failures tear down Naru, but actually, right. surprisingly, gives her the realization she needs in order to defeat the, the antagonist. It's a right. beautiful little like kind of swap that the yeah. that it does, and it's 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 very formally. I think it's very cool. Um, it's- it would be very funny, by the way, if the predator got bit by a snake and just died of venom. Just died. Like yeah. his neck swelled up. And just they, like, just, they cut. They cut to someone just tripping over his cloaked ass. Yeah, just, <laughs> what the fuck is this? Just kicking. Yeah. Oh. No, I mean what you're describing. This is something I think that's missing from modern. Um, I I think horror movies have been good about this lately, but I think this is one of those things missing from a like modern action, modern adventure, mm-hmm. a lot a lot of genres these days. Which is, we we start with a character that doesn't know what they're doing and is in over their head, and like this is where the concept. I, 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 all right, so I, I this is so like there's that whole Mary Sue crap right mm-hmm. on the internet. Yeah. And what those dicks who are like, oh, this person's a Mary Sue are identifying is something that's both in male and and female characters. They just excuse it in male characters. That's what's going on. Mm -hmm. And that that isn't to say it isn't an issue, which is like when Chris Pratt is in Jurassic World and is completely unfazed by everything and can handle every situation and can ride it's on his motorcycle. He's, he's that qu- he's that good. It's not exactly he's or Captain America out of who's, his, yeah. who's just like a super soldier. And it's like, so what's the, what's the threat? You know, what's the journey? They're constantly just, they're so incredibly on top of everything. And so seeing this, um, is just very, it's, it's very nice to watch a character who does feel in over their head, mm. who has to go through that journey to become a badass to McLean it. It's a McLean. Like yeah. she's a John McLean where she yeah. is completely in over her fucking head and is just barely getting by. She in gets any bear given trapped by the bear trap by yeah. the French, you know, traps, trappers and stuff yeah. like that. Just like, you know, a McLean gets, you know, shards of glass in his feet. Right, um, and it's like, what's the point of watching a movie where the hero just wins all the time, who yeah. like has all the coolest quips, who just like every situation they they have no problem with? Uh, it's just less fun <coughs> than watching this, where it's hey, that's the thing. Is like I saw you don't people know Red Notice might be in twenty years <laughs> the film that's remembered the most. Oh, you God. don't know. Oh, good God. Yeah. Um, and, and like I think about there was I there was. This is it's probably a few just straw men on the internet, but I saw it, which was like people being like, Why would they send it back to like Native American times? They're not going to be able to handle a predator. And it's like, Yeah, that's that's called movie making, buddy. Yeah, yeah. that's that's why you said it. That's why you don't have Gary Busey and an army of people with like freeze guns or whatever in Predator 2. (laughs) That's what Predator kind of forgot about almost immediately. They went in the immediate different direction where even Predator 2, which I like for the camp, again, was like, oh, what if we put them in a city with lots of cops and stuff? Mm-hmm. And they, they kept doing that instead of being like, oh, give, give us primitive, more primitive weapons against them. Have a bow and arrow versus the fucking Predator. Right. It's, and that was the, the point of the original, which was look at all these guns and badasses. Look how quickly he just cop, cuts them down. Mm-hmm. So it's so funny to me that it took us, what is this, 30 years later to go, oh, 
What if we made one where they don't have many resources and they're fighting a predator? I thought they were going to do... There was a moment that made me laugh out loud, uh, which was that at the beginning, you're unsure of exactly what's going on, what's out there, who is attacking who, because you just get reports that like someone was taken. Oh, it's a mountain right. lion. And, they, uh, and the mountain lion turns out to be real. But when they're looking for the mountain lion, we haven't seen it yet. And I thought that they were going to go really for a more like feral predator. Uh, Like just like there's just a I guess like a subspecies of predator is just like this. And they did this at this time. And so I was like, if they're really going for that, there's at one point they find lion shit when they're looking for their friend. And I was like, please let there be no lion. Please let there that be predator shit predator right shit. now. Yeah. Just popping a squat. Just in popping the a squat in the woods. I love it. I was like a, a big steamy shit. Just a big steamy shit. But because I I almost thought that they were they might have done that for a second yeah. because they were putting well, so much emphasis on like simplistic tools. You know, like. The fact that right. they show at one point when they're in the hunting party, one of the uh, one of the dudes says like, "I gotta go take a squat." Like they're showing like how there was yeah. no technology, how when hunting is eternal, hunting happened by hunters gatherers. It didn't, right? You know, so it just well, made me really laugh. Here's the question, Abe, because just because that was mountain lion shit. That doesn't mean the predator isn't shitting isn't in the shitting woods. Isn't shitting in the woods. Yeah, it's and he's probably shitting. squatting out on the trees. I think. Or he's the sh- other possibility mm-hmm. is that he keeps running back to his ship just to use the bathroom. Just, yeah, he and could, both are funny. Mm. Both are funny. I do really want to write a predator movie where he just like uh, opening volley is he just shits on some people yeah. and then they look up like what's this and then he just shoots them all. Oh, that'd be uh, great. That'd be yeah. a great scene. <laughs> yeah, I mean, why not? Yeah, I was surprised. It. So here's what I'm surprised by. But then in retrospect, I realized why they did this. Mm-hmm. I thought we were going to see more than one predator because the moment that flint lock pistol comes out, that establishes something very important right. in the canon, which if people don't remember Predator 2, Predator 2, for all its silliness, uh, really opened up the series more than it should Than have. any other movie. Yeah. yeah. It introduced the concept of alien versus predator. Uh, there was an alien skull. And at the end of Predator 2, Danny Glover is, kills the predator. And the other predators show up and they hand him a flintlock pistol. And that's the same pistol from this movie. And so the predators had to have gotten that flintlock pistol at some point. So what's implied, because at the end of this, she uses the flintlock not to kill him, which I was glad because I was a little worried because I was like, that feels wrong for like a Native American story to end with her just shooting him right um which she actually does still to kind of do that but no i like um, how they did that yeah it was it, again it's about outsmarting him but she has that fucking flintlock pistol now they're gonna need that for predator 2 so that opens up a sequel like there has to be a sequel um not has to be but like that flintlock uh, pistol is eventually mi- going to get in the hands box. of predators. Right, exactly. And so I really like that they didn't. I thought they were going to have at the end the predators come collect the body and like she like hands them the flintlock pistol or something. Like yeah. she's pointing it at them and they take it from her or something. I'm really glad they didn't do that and, and left it subtly open for a sequel just if you know the lore. Like that's mm-hmm. their equivalent of a post credit scene, which there right. isn't one. It, but it's it, it, again it's nice to see something that opens it up itself up to a sequel for the fans 
without with while being very conclusive. I agree. If you don't, yeah, I agree. Um, uh, you mentioned the ending, and I want or the yeah the conclusion, and I kind of wanted to talk about that. Um, yeah. So we, I think the conclusion they really spell it out, which is. You know from the start that she's gonna it's gonna end with her dragging this fucker's head back to Yeah. The camp. Because that they keep saying like bring the, you gotta bring it back to the camp. No the- one in the village saw any of that shit yeah. shit. So she just came back with this alien like head that has like alien blood dripping from it and it's like some weird animal head. And right. they probably thought it was like a weird horse in- that she killed. And so they're yeah. probably like, Oh, good job. <laughs> or it's like a yeah, and they get a better closer look. They're like, So this is a literal demon huh i guess yeah what is this um, <laughs> it's yeah. like is, was this strong i don't i've never seen a one of yeah. these how big was this was this any <laughs> yeah like was is it what you did kill? impressive We're not i don't sure. know we it didn't doesn't see seem hard it's blood can be seen a mile away it yeah it's, <laughs> yeah but anyway yeah you were saying um, oh no you were saying you were talking about the ending well oh yeah so the ending particular like how to kill a predator and like what's a good way to do it i don't like what they landed on which uh she kind of she struggles so first thing that happens is that she gets the upper hand because she's like she's bouncing around the trees she's using the environment and she's using this like tomahawk attached to a rope that she's gotten really good with um and she's using this to her advantage she's planned traps around she's just beating it by planning and then there's this thing that happens where it like it falls into the quicksand and then because it's kind of immobilized by the quicksand but she set she, that up because she, she set that thing. up again yeah fantastic loving every bit of all of this right then they show that she because earlier she took the uh she took the mask which has you know it's you know triple little laser sight and it's heats or it's like it seeks all of the projectiles seek that place she lines it up so it's like basically looking at his head and the predator's stupid enough to fire his weapon without knowing where his helmet is right and that, it kills that very it. silly and that is clever it is a like it's clever, but I don't know about you. A part of me wanted that, like, to me, the real way this should have ended is that she does the plan all the way up to the point where she gets the predator in the quicksand. And then she has, like, some mechanism or even just a plank of fucking wood, like a, a just a tree branch, and just pushes it down. Like, it would be so on theme if right. the predator just died by suffocating in the quicksand because it would be an unassuming death. It would be the culmination of the entire building up that they've done that it's just like sometimes it just has its way out this way. Sometimes the yeah. wolf doesn't catch the rabbit. Sometimes the rabbit or the wolf does. And sometimes there are big failures. And she won because she used, she took advantage of the environment and killed the thing. So they did all the things that you're supposed to to get the theme on point. But then they want one other one more because they, I think, wanted to see the predator die. So I thought it would be cool if the predator died like off screen a little bit instead of like what she was, which is like a secret mathematician wizard. Well, yeah, that's the thing is it it does play to the theme because she's basically using the fact that she is prey to kill the predator. The the killing blow is the predator trying to kill his prey or Mm -hmm. her prey. Um and so I see what they went with there, but I this is like this is the second best predator, um, and there's a reason why it's not the first best. 
One is because, um, obviously, the first was the original. But two, I would say the way, like, Arnold deals with the Predator at the end, he ends up, I think, trapping it, right? He uses, he builds a bunch of traps and he lures it through. He also is, becomes the prey and lures the fucker through. And then the Predator blows himself up when he's, he's fucked. But that's not before the Predator beats the shit out of Arnold. Mm -hmm. And what I think they could have done that might have been, I don't know if this would have been, good with their theme but something i've wanted to see and that they started to do is i wanted to see her kill the predator in a really kind of what you're saying but a little different in a really uh inglorious way like i wanted to see her like like injure her him enough so that she could get on top of him and saw his head off yeah you know what i mean like like something really messy and time consuming and exhausting Mm -hmm. because i wanted to see the the idea of this like Native American culture using their weapons and their techniques. Mm-hmm. And so it was a little bit of a cop-out to ultimately say, eh, we're using his gun, uh, or her yeah. gun, the Predator's gun, to, uh, to, to kill them. And so like, I would have rather seen that fucking hatchet be the killing I would, blow. You yeah, know? the hatchet would be really good. I like just the idea of like her failures are all tied up on like some aspect of the uh, environment betraying her. Literally right. all failures are her bow is too wet. The the log the on the branch. tree branch broke. Yeah. Literally everything is not her fault, but she could have been more prepared and a, like the greatest hunter ever. And more mindful more, of her surroundings. Right. And so when she learns, I got to be mindful of my surroundings. She learns exactly the unlock that wins the day. And I just thought that that's just such a like streamlined through line that like something mundane, like the quicksand would be perfect, especially because it would have been the perfect MacGuffin because we all laughed at it when it first happened because it was like, Oh, it's predator series. She fell in the mud. Ha <laughs> You know, like right. it's like a callback um, and something so unassuming that just happens halfway through your movie becomes like the thing that saves her would be, oh, chef's kiss to me. But that's just yeah. me. You know, I like the idea of keeping the invincibility of the predator intact and using like that's what they're still focusing on. Like the right. fact that the predator's so nearly invincible, it needs like his weapons to kill him. It keeps yeah. it keeps the predator strong. But yeah we've seen that the predator can take a alarming amount of damage and be fucked up just like any other person can, you know, you can still have the alien aliens get fucked up, you know, like, and they're even worse. Right. Uh, like you, what's his name? Grid face or whatever. The, the grid like literally almost gets snapped into a, like a metallic net. Oh, um, an alien versus predator. An alien yeah, versus predator. And they, yeah. I'm so happy to see the net come back in this. Mm-hmm. The, um, Boy, that's, this is another thing I think every slasher movie should take a cue from, which is the uh, the way the murders are shown uh, are so fun. Like the way the guy gets hit by the net and the camera, it j- it just stays on the the guy gets hit for, by the net and tied to the log, and it slowly like goes pans down to show the log. Uh, with him above it just get slowly disintegrated by the net until yeah. it all snaps back in and then you just such see a pulp. good shot yeah or the it, shot of the wolf getting its spine removed mm-hmm. uh so, like the uh, this director you said make a star wars honestly i want to see him make like a friday the 13th i want to see him make you a, a slasher yeah yeah one of the things that really he's very um, good not that 
disappointed me about the new Scream is that the trailer made me think they were going to really like reinvent how the murders themselves are shown, and mm-hmm. then they didn't. And like that's one of the things. Like you're making a slasher movie, it's not going to be scary, right? A slasher movie isn't fundamentally, at least not for me, and I think most people, it's it's more about gore and more about the kills, right? Mm-hmm. Like this movie, Prey, I'm not scared of this movie. Mm-hmm. The Predator is a scary idea if you were to have to deal with one, but they're not fundamentally like, I don't get chills watching this, you know? So what you do instead is you find very interesting ways to show these murders. And that's what this movie absolutely did. Like it showed some really cool concepts in terms of like not just what the kill is but how it's shown Mm -hmm. and that's really important to me i think and i think it should be important to anybody making a slasher movie yeah the little mechanism machinations of the filmmaking you know like the camera pans reveal at this moment do this stuff makes you go this is unique this is not something i've necessarily seen before and it makes you feel like you're in good hands. Right. Uh, very much agree. I do think that he, the filmmakers are playing a slasher game. You're totally right about that. Um, yeah, yeah I just, never, the, the gore thing never worked on me, so I've never been like a big fan of slasher. Right, again, but this movie but the doesn't, games. this movie's not trying to show gore. It in fact masks a lot of the It'll gore. It masks a lot of it. Yeah. Yeah. And it does it in ways that aren't like, oh, a sensor came in and said, you can't do this. No, it does it in a way where it's like this shot is more creative. Right. If we don't see it, uh, it's more horrific. The only other movie that, again, promised this and I delivered a little bit, but not enough was the new Halloweens, which I didn't like the new Halloweens, but they definitely had this idea of like, oh, let's fi- of follow michael myers in this like tracking shot through the house mm-hmm. let's do interesting shots to depict a slasher it's just weird how i don't know i feel like that doesn't happen nearly enough and watching this movie it hadn't actually occurred to me until watching this movie how important that is right yeah that's true that's true um i really liked also the additional arc which no other real predator has which is that they did the french captivity arc and the buffalo reveal because at first you think what's going on this buffalo this is horrifying right this must be a predator thing and you go no actually the ones who killed the buffalo are these french trappers which is a signal at that at the end that they go like we need to find a new home the white man is here like the right. predator the predator is here right. and there's uh, the, yeah. yeah and it, it's the same thing like it, uh, did you notice at the end credits that there's predator ships more predator sh- predator ships arriving at earth and they're oh, heading and the, they're heading towards the tribe so like that tribe is great. fucked yeah yeah so, and that's how they get the fucking the gun the flint yeah 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 exactly um, but i mean just like the idea of like if you think of like the idea of who's like what's happening to this tribe it's pretty yeah. fucked up, and it's what exactly pre- like what happened. You know? Yeah, what does the predator represent? It, it, yeah. it represents the honkies who the are going to come to this area and fuck everything With up. slightly better what, technology. Why it's called prey. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It is, It is in, in a lot of ways, a very sad story when you think of the historical context right. of it all. Uh, because it is like they are prey, is what they're saying, yeah. and they're fighting back as prey, but they're, yeah, th- that's... You know, that's the point is that they, the, the, the skinned uh, buffalo are very much like 
the skinned fucking they, everything. Yeah, it's the a sad. Does. It's sad. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I, it's, I absolutely should, it, like. I don't know. It's it's to me that's the design of the movie. I also love yeah. that the buffalo reveal happens. That's the kind of stuff you don't see in Predator as a franchise. Because right. serendipity is all over this movie. We mentioned that like her environment fails her and causes a lot of her failures. Uh, that I would argue serendipitous, like the breaking of like a tree branch. Yeah. Everything. The idea of doing a misdirect in this movie, where it's like you think it's the predator doing these like horrible acts to these, you know, use these non hunting animals. You're like, this is not what is going on here. And then the miss and then completely just out of nowhere go, Oh, and then there's French people yeah, here and they've the taken cigar. over. Everything is a mistake. Everything is a failure. Your protagonist is made weaker and your predator is made more invincible. It just makes everything to me. That's what's more terrifying. Like I, I don't know. Yeah. That's why I don't think it's as much of a slashers because there is a DNA involved in this movie that is very much trying to do a horror movie that is less of a slasher and more of a psychological kind of metaphorical horror. Oh, for sure. I just think like when I think, um, I think slashers can be more than slashers. I'm just talking about like the fundamental idea of what is a predator <laughs> movie, right? Uh, and they are fundamentally supposed to be slashers, and we—they're we, like a Jason most Borges, of the sequels yeah. forgot that almost immediately. Like it feels like by Predator, the end of Predator Two, they've forgotten what what movie they're making. Uh, and so I don't know. This didn't forget that it knows what what the type of movie it's making is. You're right that it's more doing more than that. In fact, I do want to talk about. The, the French honkies, because there's a, one more element of this that I totally fucking forgot about that made me so happy, which is that <coughs> the dynamic of what we're seeing is the opposite of the original Predator, which is mm. a cigar-smoking tough guys going to an area that they don't belong in, slaughtering right. people who run into the Predator. And in, that's the original Predator, yeah, and they the find a local woman. They take her. They take her. And unlike uh, this yep. movie in Predator, she joins them and they can't communicate with her. Right. She only right. she speaks Spanish uh, and only one of them can speak her language. Uh, and it's revealed later that she speaks English. But that is the dynamic in this movie. It's flipped in f- from Predator is that it's a nice cigar little, smoking yeah. invaders are the the bastards just like no 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 you don't and they're pointing join out, forces with them yeah and, and that's the thing is arnold schwarzenegger's group and predator they are the bastards they sh- they are they're going they're 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 just that's the kind of the point is that they're these like you know hyper masculine assholes smoking mm-hmm. cigars um who get in over their head and so <laughs> it's just fun that they they i they clearly knew that like the cigar smoking that i feel like is very obvious the fact that there's one of them who can speak her language I love that they do the thing where English is in movies Comanche. it's always like the normative yeah. language. You it's know what po- I mean? Uh, Apocalypto did that, and it was really kind of cool when they did. Yeah, that. and so Comanche is we're seeing it all from their perspective. So they're all speaking English, and then the French people come in, and we don't understand what they're saying. But they're and that's really French, nice. It works. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I was gonna ask you, like, because did I miss something? She lo- she knows English. I thought she never. No, what, what they, I it- think. The, I think the idea is English in this. Yeah, because like when she's like saying their language. Yeah, yeah. I, I imagine she's speaking Comanche. It's just yeah. that there's yeah, a Comanche that's, dub. 
Yeah, I I read about that and I, I was yeah. like, that's interesting. But like, my question is like, at the like near the end when she does her final lines to the uh, to the asshole that like uh, abducted her. Yeah, they go back and forth, don't they? No, I think she's just speaking Comanche, but we hear it in English because he's saying he's over there yelling in French, and she's like, right. "You think that you're gonna kill me, but I've already killed you." Uh, yeah, I love. Oh, I love that. Is she great. cut off that dickhead's leg. Yeah, yeah, with the same <laughs> using the it's predators. So shit. But like, I th- I don't think that she knows English. I think that she's no. just speaking Comanche. Yeah, no. What I'm saying that's is, very cool about this movie is that whenever Native Americans are depicted in films, oh, yeah, yeah. they're depicted from a white person's perspective. Uh, they it, it, almost all the time, right? And it's the same in Predator, although that's not dealing with Native Americans. But Predator is from the perspective of a group of Americans mm-hmm. invading an area. And being the heroes, yeah, right. No, no. Whereas, yeah, yeah. It's, in this, it's the the normative, the what, like what everything is um, calibrated to is the Native Americans' perspective, and that's right. That's really cool. It's uh, much it better. Them, it's arguable, though. You know, they're still speaking English because it's for English language countries is where they're going to make money. That will well, never yeah. go away, but it's just I don't funny think, to me. I don't think it was an artistic choice as much as a commercial, like, a, yeah, a it's, money you choice. You live with a reality and then you make a good choice and this is a good choice. Yeah. It, it worked though because we're, we're seeing it through their eyes because when the French people come, we're like, I don't know what the fuck those people are saying. Like that's the, like they've made, they made. I don't know. It's a, it's a, it was a really good idea in terms of like uh, portraying Native Americans as the underdogs we're rooting for and yeah. telling a story from that perspective. Um, I think it, I think it worked, uh, and it's it's just interesting to watch that, and it's really cool. No, it's, it's and again, it goes into that movie. idea of like, why aren't we always telling stories from the underdogs? Why aren't we always doing that? It's so weird. Yeah, that we don't. I mean. Like everything is designed, like the action, the hero's journey is designed to be an underdog story. So, right, I, I don't know why we don't. You're right, um, and that's most of what movies we make, at least on this stage, this scale, is yeah. you know a hero's journey of some kind. Might as well do it from the perspective, like you said, the proper perspective. Right, uh, but you know we didn't back back when we made Predator. None of this social consciousness oh, yeah, existed yeah. for white people. White people didn't know anything about all of this. They didn't think yeah. about it. Oh, yeah. yeah, of course. Predator is still, I would argue, the original Predator. Me and Tom did a podcast about it recently. Is a oddly subversive film, I mm-hmm. would say. Like, I'm sure you've thought about Predator a bunch, too. Like, the yeah. idea of introducing Jesse Ventura and making him his hyper-masculinity kind of the gag of the movie until he immediately dies and and it's right. that stuff when they all shoot into the jungle at the same time like they are a joke the movie's making fun of in the 80s they're making fun of that i like what you think of arnold schwarzenegger is in the 80s they're making fun of him they're they're saying it's yeah and, and yeah that rightfully so in terms of like like we've always kind of done that though right like when you've yeah. Like every 20, 30 years, we reinvent what the definition of masculinity or femininity is. Sure. And especially contentious is 
masculinity just because it's been the predominant form of action heroes. So when we're talking in terms of, you know, these types of movies and these maneuvers, it's like, that's why we got a John McClane, you know, like, right. It's because before that it was a little different. And before that it was a little different. If you even go back down to like Humphrey Bogart, you know, and stuff like that and say that there's connection there, you can see how his, the quality of hum- Humphrey Bogart was a reaction to the time before it. So, yeah, yeah, it's it's interesting because I think, like, uh, just having done a podcast about Schwarzenegger's career, his career is almost immediately subversive. Like, we forget that is that that like Last Action Hero, that movie that's mocking the classic action movie mm-hmm. with Schwarzenegger. You know what I mean? Yeah, that classic action movie doesn't really actually exist in his career. Like Commando is a parody. Like when you watch Commando, it feels like a parody. He never yeah. really made a serious. Like he, there's a couple, and they're they're not you know well known. But for the most part, he almost immediately went into went into subversive kindergarten films. cops and yeah and predator true and, lies yeah, yeah. like it, it's that's most of his career. It's kind of wild how it's basically only even Terminator where it's yeah. it is that he, it's like the fact that it's Cameron and it's like it's right. always z- zigging when it's supposed to zag kind of you can stuff. Tell, yeah, you can tell why Schwarzenegger is a superstar because it's. If you look at his early career, it's almost not, it's not like Van Damme or Stigall where it's like, I have to be the star. Yeah. Like Terminator, he's the fucking villain. I would argue that movie is bigger than him. And same yeah. with um, uh, a lot, like same with Predator. Predator became a franchise where we immediately weren't like, we need Schwarzenegger. Otherwise, it's not a Predator. Mm-hmm. He, he, the franchise is bigger than him. And right. those are like his first two like big movies or two of them. Mm-hmm. Like that's, and that's, yeah, that's interesting to me that he always picked and like total recall, like wh- who's making a movie like that in the eighties, like an action movie like that. That's why it's almost like the eighties were a different time. And then in the nineties, yeah. we decided that, uh, you have to have your star and this is the way it works. And so we got the formation of new stars like tom cruise and such that were like oh this is the way it works you have to be a monolithic figure right now the movie it's a tom cruise movie dwayne johnson now where it's like it is in its final form you know like i don't know if we can even go more like well you just have movies and you have movies with the rock in them and the movies with the rock in them are the ones that make the most money yeah it's a different. This is a very different conversation, but it is wild going back and looking right. at early Schwarzenegger and seeing that he isn't the headlining. Well, he is and he isn't. You know, like he he lets the the movie be the movie. Mm-hmm. He doesn't. It doesn't feel like he comes in with a list of demands. Uh, in that era, he lets the movies be successful with the concepts that they are. I think it's because also the movies and the studios didn't see that as clearly the picture that is 100% guaranteed to give you success. So they weren't clamoring for, we have to cut out everything else. It has to just be this thing. You know, like this, the, the studio is not want, not having the realization that that's how like money is made took the 90s and then once they realized in the 90s it's all we got and it's all we've gotten for the last 20 years 30 years yeah yeah whatever the case amber mid thunder i i I would like to see her be like a a jason statham 
Like, I don't know. Just, I, I, just, she, yeah. I, I'm sure she's her. capable of, uh, who knows what kind of acting she's capable of, obviously. But watching this, I was just like, mm, that, I, I want this as an action star. I want to, I want, yeah. yeah. I agree. I want kindergarten cop with her. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, I want her fucking throwing that axe everywhere. She fucking yeah. rules with it. Yeah, it's a lot of fun to watch. It's a lot of... It's what you want out of a predator. Um, I couldn't yeah. regard it highly enough, you know? Uh, yeah, I, this movie's You a know this. We, everyone's listening has seen it. I hope they have. If yeah, they have why are spoilers you here? Spoilers for folks. Yeah. Right, yeah. Second best predator, probably, right? I'd say... I'd easily yeah. yeah it's hard because like i said it's it's very much like slashers which is like i like late jason movies not because they're good and it's the same way as like i like alien vs predator requiem not because it's good <laughs> you know because it's, yeah it's, it's because a spectacle i like the shane black predator uh even though it's it's fucking out of its fucking gourd that's uh, why it's good but that's yeah. the thing is that like those movies these predators franchise has never had a problem knowing what individually those movies are about it's just had consistency issues about what they're about it's they made the first one and then they never took it seriously again right and that always bothered me and and i got used to it so like i'm sure if you went back and watched or listen to me and Tom's review of the Shane Black Predator. We, I probably like praised it a lot, but because that's because the bar had been lowered. That one's the Predator, nice. right? I said Predator. I think that's earlier, the, predator. the Predator. Predators yeah. with Adrian Brody, right? The Predator. It's even worse. Yeah, uh, and the Predator feels like it was trying to copy Predator Two, that right. camp. Whereas this movie went back to the original. And was like, you know what? And it, it, it just. I think we need more of that with, like, for example, I would love to see an Alien movie that mm-hmm. took that same cue, that went back to the first Alien but and said, Ridley let's Scott, go back, yeah. yeah, let's go back and do this. Right. Yeah. Uh, I know that the internet is loving to compare Alien to this movie just because of the fact that it's got a female protagonist and doesn't, like, make sure. a big deal about it. And uh, that's also true. There's a lot of press happening around this movie yeah that i it think seems are, like they should have yeah. released in theaters <laughs> really seems like they should have put seems like theaters. they should have made it a major focal point of the studio 20th century yeah. you know what's going on there yeah uh but yeah dan trachenberg i see yeah. you so many people here that i'm like yeah i see you i see what you're up to i see what you're i'm up so to. excited also terminator they need to do this with terminator as well Mm-hmm. Get get Arnold out of the Terminator, and make a Terminator that's going back to the cat and mouse, where it's just I'm being followed by a fucking robot. Call it that. That's what the name should be. Yeah, I found a quote just now. Uh, the John Davis, who's one of the producers of the film, said about Predator, the original quote was a wonderful interesting movie and i know what worked about it he added i feel like we kind of never got back there again we ended up in different places yes. i think this is a worthy compliment to the first one it's going to be as good yeah they he, they literally know what they're there's what what we're saying they were saying this so yeah. yeah i this i don't know if this is uh i don't know if this is a really hot take i would put this movie neck and neck with the original like I the think original it's basically is the same movie it's just updated yeah. and yeah. arguably that one someone someone could argue you don't need to make 
you don't need to make it because Predator already exists. And I'm like, yeah, I see what your point is there. But look, anytime anyone says that to you, my view on it is, yeah, but things get updated just because time. Right. It doesn't matter, man. It doesn't take away from Predator. It's just it knows what the secret sauce was and it's making more secret sauce. Do you have one hamburger that's super delicious and then never eat hamburgers again? I don't know what the fuck they're talking about. Here's okay. I know we're already going long, but I I do want to talk about that. (laughs) Sure. The idea of what it means to remake, reboot or sequel something. Right. We sort of touched on it. What makes that good isn't when he says the thing it's not taking the stuff the the superficial elements of the original and copying it what what actually makes a good reboot or a sequel or a remake is understanding the tone and the 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 i guess the spirit it's a little more abstract it's harder to grasp um, I'm trying to think. There are it's things not, that have done that recently. There it's are not that hard of a metaphor to grasp, though. Like yeah. my my, it's my my example, my metaphor. Like for example, it's like saying with the hamburger metaphor, like saying like remember lettuce, remember tomatoes. That, right. Those are in the burger. And I'm like, yeah, they were. But it's also like, no, no, no. It's like the whole thing. The whole thing right. was delicious. So why? So why like Stranger Things about. is so popular? And why people love Stranger Things. It's not because in every scene they say, hey, remember E.T.? Oh, look, he's got an E.T. shirt. Oh, look, they like they like uh, yeah, Ghostbusters. Tough. Even though that shit is in Stranger Things, for the record. Um, yeah, but that's not why people like Stranger Things. They like it because they looked at Stephen King movies and yeah, Spielberg and movies. And they has got said, her hand up and bleeding from the nose and it's like super cool and there's cool music right. happening. That's why we're going to do like the it. tone. Yeah, yeah. We're going to capture the tone. We're not going to say all the lines from it. Mm-hmm. And that's what's so irritating to me sometimes when you, like, like when I look at Jurassic world is the big one where it's like that Jurassic world is the ultimate sinner of like, Oh yeah, look, it's the music from the original. Yeah. Uh, oh, he said the line. Remember oh, we got Alan Grant back. The Jeeps, the old Jeeps. The, they yeah. Got, yeah. <laughs> oh, here, yeah. Oh, it's the visitor center. And it's, it's like, yeah, but the movie didn't capture the tone of the original. So what are we doing? But I don't know. And because some this, people want Planet Hollywood. Right. I don't know. That's, man. You're right. It is Planet Hollywood. Yeah. Um, but this movie isn't any plot wise. I would say this is nothing like the original Predator. It's not following no. similar characters. It's not following a very similar. Yeah, but it feels so much like it, and it's because they knew, they knew what worked for the original, and they fucking d- copied the tone. It yep. feels like it's of the world. It's part of the point of a sequel. It's why we, it's why we actually it's like, like sequels. It's like why we should do sequels is like, yeah, you, it is the, supposed to be the same. And you were mentioning yeah. this, or I think like you're building up to it, which is then are we just going to create recreate forms for the rest of our lives? Is that what the point of this movie is? Uh, or is that the, what the point of movies are? To that, I answer yes. Hollywood yeah. movies? Blockbusters? S- slasher films? Se- like yeah, sequels like, should yeah, be yeah. Re- should be made, and they should be re- just reincarnates of the spirit Absolutely. of the first, because, because they're that's... just entertainment. Now, I don't think there should be a sequel to, you know, like fucking Coen Brothers movies. Right. Uh, that's a different thing that we're talking about. Um, yeah, but, but like if Predator? you're gonna make a sequel, 
you yeah you do want to copy it uh, you want to copy Don't the tone you want to copy the, the filmmaking that's the thing is like if if like yeah don't well again for sequels it, it is specifically sa- the safest way to do a sequel genres. i would say because yeah. i would say that's not the only way um aliens the movie aliens very much is its own film that's from alien like that's lightning that's like a that's what i'm saying is what it is the, the, the way this rule goes i think is that if you're i don't know colin trevorrow and right. you're making a fucking jurassic park sequel right what your instinct should be is to say okay i've made one other film mm-hmm. i'm gonna go watch spielberg movies and just do what he did and mm-hmm. i'm i'm going to i'm gonna play it safe what I'm certainly not going to do is go watch what I do, folks, and take the ball and run in a ridiculous direction with it. Right. If you're James Cameron and yeah. you're tasked with an alien sequel and you're James Cameron and you're like, okay, I've been around the block. I, I mean, I'm still pretty new, but like, but I'm going to pull I mean? this Where off like, and then we watch it and we're like, you pulled it off, man. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a big risk to try to do something different with yeah. a sequel. And it's like, yeah, when we're talking about sequels, they are, it's like, yeah, we're just making money. We're sequeling a film. We're continuing a story, whether or not that story needs to be continued. Right. It's like, let's, yeah, do something that, you're making a Predator film. There's ways Make to it keep like it Predator. fresh. But like, yeah, the the invisible hand of the story of the direction, like, I don't see any reason why that can't just be replicated ad nauseum. Because frankly, right. that's why we love the things. It's like saying the best choice was made for, yeah. not, for the second time around we're gonna do the second best choice and it's like "Mm, that's not how you win games you do the thing that works if it's working do it you know if you're making an original film or if you're doing something very specific and you have an idea of it that's different right but like yeah when you're making a predator and again i don't think this felt like it was just copying it it doesn't have the same music it's not it's it's different it's completely different enough just by the reconceptualization of like let's take it to a different time different place completely different people and let's make a basic metaphor that kind of alters the first one you know like it says something new and it's not directed like the original it's just that they understood the things that you need to do Mm -hmm. in terms of direction to do a predator and yeah. in terms of writing i mean it is and it isn't i definitely see a lot of mctiernan in trachenberg's like i'm pretty sure trachenberg was like okay why why did john right. mctiernan make good choices and what were his good choices because there is a lot of that right but yeah again it's not yeah it's it's especially the, example, the music stuff. is a good example where it doesn't begin with the fucking doesn't have it doesn't have any music from the original right sure. it's not it's not like that, but that sounds silly, but it's like, that's a mistake other movies have done. Jurassic Park, again. That's just right. Jurassic World. It's but just it's like, not like there's a rip and predator theme, though. It's not like that's... There like, is a rip and predator theme. I mean, it's, theme. Not, it's not like the Jurassic Park do, theme. Do, 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 do. All right. Yeah, you're right. Jurassic Park theme is like... But you know what I mean, like, where it's changes, like... Yeah, anyway. It, it knew, it understood the tone. You're right. It, he probably but did a lot I of the directing. But he made a different film. He made a movie, and that's very important. It's 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 hard. It's hard to de- it's, completely describe. I think, but it is it is kind of one of those things that you either see it and you go like, I like this, or you don't see it and you're like, I don't know what these two yuck yucks on a podcast are talking about. Right. I definitely understand both points of view, because people watch movies for many different reasons, and we watch movies different from you know you, uh, or maybe we're all the same, but. Um, 
it really comes down to I think that there's something for everybody in this movie because it isn't yeah. Because I don't actually think that people having like wrote resuscitations of random details and I like articles of the past equals like a good. That's why Jurassic World is bad. Exactly what Dave was saying, but <clears throat> the spirit is very alive in uh, from Predator. And if you liked Predator the original, um, I think you would like this movie. Why? Because Absolutely. they're they're basically the same. Yeah. Same where it matters and different where it Same matters. Same where it matters and different enough to make it not feel like you don't think about Predator when you're watching this. I don't I really, really think. Yeah, I really didn't. You you realize it in after fact after the fact, you realize the, the, the references are there and you go like, Yeah, yeah, okay, like the mud thing. Um, but it's not like you're still worried. It's still enough for you to go like, what are they going to do with this though? Like, it's not like it's um, like one of my favorite movies to talk about that has this problem is when you watch like the hangover, watch the hangover too. As soon as you watch the hangover, no, because it's, it's almost paint by numbers. It's almost like there is a scene where Ed Helms has to sing a a song. Comedies have the worst. Comedies are the worst, but yeah, it's like what that is the that is kind of what i'm advocating for this genre and that is like the farthest extension of making the same movie over and over and over and it's it's nauseating it's fucking the worst but here it's different enough because of the maneuvers are so open-ended like what it, the, the fact that she washes off the mud, then you go, well, I don't know where you're going, you yeah. know? And that is part of the experience, right? That is why we are go to movies is to be surprised. Yeah. I would say, so go, yeah. Going to the comedy analogy, it is the difference between making Austin powers two or hangover two, where they literally just copy the same jokes and they right. go, yeah, it's the same jokes. Versus a comedy sequel that copies the tone and understands why the jokes are funny and does new jokes. That's the right. difference, I think, yeah. ultimately. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But in the end, I really do like what the, what the similarities are between yeah. Predator and Prey. Yeah. Um, it they really feel makes it of go. the same universe. Uh, it, yeah, and I want... Uh, I think one of our friends was saying on Twitter, it's like, let's fucking throw this into like a Roman legion. Let's throw yeah. a predator into like a, you know, just like, I don't know, throw him into a, throw him into an Egyptian times. Who gives a shit? Yeah. Pirate ship. Absolutely. Yeah. Pirate I think ship, that's pirate the way. Very, pirate ship would be tough because it's very limited. You don't. You, yeah. It's not like you got a lot of space. Uh, he's just like, where is he? Uh, he's, he's literally up in the only tree that exists yeah. in, in ships. Uh, but here's the point is that like just transposing time and space, but on earth in through our history, throw a predator in there. That yeah. is totally an acceptable, if not, the like the right choice at this point for this franchise to go yeah i would say we could do one more sequel to this to pray but that's a slippery slope i don't need it i don't that's <laughs> I, I, yeah slope, i don't need it either um what i'm saying is like i i could i could stand one more mm-hmm. uh because i just like this world i like this character but right. i think you're ultimately right which is yeah just keep changing the time go go 300 more years in the past or in the mm-hmm. future and just mm-hmm. keep fucking around. I want to see Ben Franklin fight a predator. I don't give a shit. <laughs> Although again, fuck. that's, that's kind of the, the, the nihilism of the, <laughs> the other movies. 
So yeah, but I mean, it's like you, you still just got to make a predator, though. The other movies didn't. I mean, I yeah. guess they did because we're not predator; it's, they're it's predator. Tough. It's real tough, man. Because you're right. Is that if the studio is just like, okay, we need five more of these, I guarantee those won't be as good. Because they're just gonna start yeah. like like people are saying it's the meme of it all, where it's like, yeah, make Roman soldiers, but. What made Prey unique is that the fact that it's of this time and that it's these people, this tribe, matters. That matters most, yeah. Yeah. I think and that's the thing, is that it's hard to keep... It's hard to make one that takes place in Roman times that you're going to look at and go, oh, that was also oh, really relevant also, and perfect. Yeah, and it kind of flips, like you were saying, like, it, oh, it flips like the original, kind of like in terms of like uh, indigenous people, it like flips what's happening there. It's not yeah. like... Romans, you're going to find that necessarily. Not to say not you necessarily, couldn't. you might. You might yeah, find something. I think the predators do represent something that exists throughout history, which is combination of domination via technology and hubris. Right. Right. Like, and there's, there's a lot, a lot to of unpack, that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there's a lot. There's a lot of time and places where that's relevant. So maybe mm. it is. Maybe it does work. You know. I don't know. Did you notice what I loved also in this movie is just back to basics, like how she literally like saves a dog. <laughs> That's like the yeah. starting thing. I mean, it's her dog and I think that was nice. But then when I watched it, I was also like, oh, wait, I'm in a predator movie. Is right. that, that dog's not going to fare well. And then I was Very... like, wait a second though. This is like a big movie. They're not going to kill a dog. And then that was with me the whole time. It's, they did a great job with that because first That's of all, they, they chose the cool. cutest dog. Yeah. And then secondly, they kill a dog, a wolf. They kill a they wolf. Ki- yeah. And so once that happened, that was the same thing with me as so I was like, oh, you motherfuckers. Uh, you There's motherfuckers. no way to know. They could kill this dog. They're they going to kill the vo- dog. Yeah. I Yeah. Like most movies, it's like, ah, eh, they're not going to kill the dog. This movie, it's the same with, this is why we advocate on this podcast network, the, the killing of children in movies. Mm-hmm. It's the same reason. Which famously Alien vs. Predator Requiem does. And <laughs> the moment you kill a child in a horror movie, the audience goes, oh, okay, so nobody's safe. And mm-hmm. it's it's a very quick and easy way to do that. Mm-hmm. And they do the equivalent of that with a dog. Because dogs and children, you know, pretty much the same. <laughs> pretty much the same. But uh, yeah, that en- yeah, that ending where they're like they're working as a team like it's naru and it's tabe which is her brother and he one of the things that actually took me out of it is that tabe comes in and he's riding a horse and then he like surprises this predator and i know the predator's all dealing with naru at that point but it's not like he wouldn't like he's got super senses as far he's got as we heat know. vision. A horse yeah, you should see a mile of, away. Yeah, you should hear the clop clop clopping yeah. in the silent forest of a horse. It's not like this horse has like stealth checks, you know? Like Well, this we horse, don't know. I but guess yeah, it could be the, the quietest horse in the world. But yeah, it's just like any like just descends upon him and throws a spear through half of his body and I'm just like yeah. that was cool. Also, this predator sucks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he does. Yeah, he kind of does. I think he's I've like. Seen, I've seen know. a few tweets of people like, this is my first predator movie, and I didn't realize how shitty they were. <laughs> they really are shitty. And I, They're uh, almost always shitty. I just can't get over that they. Here's, okay, yeah. it's the wharf effect. What it is is that <laughs> every predator movie, the predator has to lose. 
And so we just don't see the ones where they win. And maybe they need to do one where the Predator actually wins. That would be hard to make le- not boring, but I like the idea a lot. Yeah. I like I I I like that now. What I about like that. a predator like you'd have to do like from the perspective of a predator like a like a predator who's got like a family who's like you'll never be a good predator. Right. Uh, and or, like, yeah, he or what you do is you um you do it all from the human's perspective and it's like really sympathetic and then they kill them and then you just follow the predator to his planet and it's like it, uh, like uh, the ending of their own underdog story we involved mm-hmm. with yeah and they're just yeah. they all raise him up and they're like yes he got the yeah. skulls <laughs> we like, oh i guess skulls. i guess we like this predator too <laughs> yeah. all right oh, okay yeah i do think that there's there's something to be said about that like almost nihilistic swap of just like hey, now yeah. this is what's important and now this is what's important why because everything's not important and important to somebody I think, yeah i think that's Something that a few horror movies do, which is really ballsy, but sometimes it works, in my opinion, because the problem with most horror movies, uh, much like a mystery movie, is that when the audience has gotten so smart that you kind of, you can just see what's going to happen, you know? Yeah. And so that's a good way of making people go, okay, I officially have no fucking clue what's going to happen. But again, that doesn't always work. And I don't know if that's good for a predator, to be honest. I don't think it's because again, they're, they're slasher simple, movies. We kind of know you don't like unless you have a really good idea. You're making a slasher movie, and slasher movies end with the fucking the main character living. Yeah, that's just how in the in the villain dying but not dying. Right. That's yeah. I mean, that's that's, that's, that's the basics, and there's reasons that it's like that. There's ways to uproot the form, but we don't I would see argue it these, well these, all the time. Yeah, I would argue Predator actually uproots the form because what makes Predator unique to slasher movies is that the villain is always technically a new person, mm-hmm. whereas Jason Voorhees always comes back, Freddy Krueger always comes back, but they can they can fucking grind up a Predator, and you know, like, well, well, there's be a, a bunch of other there's. Because yeah, they're be just honest. they're just animals to us. Like they're unknowing, yeah. unthinking black eyes, abyss eyes. <laughs> you know, like we do. right. Like uh, my, one of my favorite ones is the Alien vs Predator sequences, where there was just like they're like having like clearly there's like a Papa Predator and or like a Chief Predator, and he's like saying shit to the other predators. And I'm like, oh, they're like they're like people. It's like it's weird right. to see like when you first see in Star Wars that like oh the Wookies have a civilization. That's fu- that's fucking hilarious, you know. Like that, yeah, you know, like, I just thought that they were very like. I guess that what was I thinking? Of course, they're yeah. like hyper intelligent. They can drive yeah. spaceships. It's but the it's moment just to you me, realize like, there are predator no. architects. Wookies are like it, like like your dog or something, right? <laughs> right. Like, no, nope. they just they have a whole no, fucking they have wants and needs, and of course, I just yeah. like it's funny to think about predators having like dinner is really funny to me yeah yeah predators having dinner for sure just sitting around just sitting around table asking how their day was yeah just it's probably slop of some kind i don't know it's probably something do you think they use those those like fangs you know because i don't know what those fangs are for they don't feel like they're a part of the eating process i think they're like utensils like it's like having a fork on your mouth oh so they like maybe they like they go down on on the the plate 
that they have and it just like stabs yeah they, like open wide and it stabs like the shrimp like the little little the shrimp, shrimp yeah. that they have and then they and then they they, they pick them off that eh, all right i can see it i can see it are we uh are we done i think we're done <laughs> <laughs> we're talking about predators eating manners table yeah, manners but yeah. it is curious right it's, it's cur- very curious I, I do want to see a predator movie that is like let's really deep dive the predator society yeah We've seen their world once, and that's an Alien vs. Predator Requiem. Yeah, and it didn't look great. Didn't look like a great world. It seemed like there was a lot of gifts, (laughs) a lot of offers. Oh yeah, and I want more. It's again, it's the slasher. When when you think about Jason Voorhees for too long, he gets funnier and funnier. It's the same principle, which is him getting predators. They only exist in this one environment, and if you take them out of it, they're immediately funny. It's hilarious. Because you take them so seriously, because they're just threatening all the time. Yeah. God. Well, I enjoyed this one. I was glad yeah. to be guest on this episode because Thanks I love for doing this. I love the like the small, tight, little, humble films, and this is definitely one of those. Yeah, um, you like them tight films. I like those tight films, dude. Yeah. Thanks for um, being on. Yeah. Um, you should plug some stuff, right? Of course. I mean, at this point. Y'all know me, I I think, if you've watched, like, I'm on Hypecast and stuff it like that. It would be that. weird if they didn't. Yeah, it, would it would be weird, be weird I'm getting, but again, I'm Abe Epperson, and I am one of the co-founders slash podcast people of Small Beans, which uh, is patreon.com slash small beans. Go there, and we do podcasts about almost the same stuff uh, as Gamefully Unemployed. So check that out, and check mm-hmm. me out. You can also see me at uh, do Twitter jokes at Abe the Mighty. That's nice. It. Yeah. Also, uh, beans, delicious beans. So you are can just check out beans. Just yeah. In the interest of uh, if you're hungry, uh, I suggest beans. Yeah, you can take your little predator talons and pluck each just bean. pluck each bean. Yeah. Yeah. Um, cool. I'll plug our Patreon, Patreon.com/slash Gamefully Unemployed. Uh, you go on there. There's some exclusive podcasts. A couple of them we do exclusively with Small Beans, like. Um, uh, Star Trek Next, Futurama, and Spielboys. We also have Tom and Jeff Watch Batman and Fox Mulder is a Maniac. Those are all accessible for $5 a month. We also also watch movies with our patrons every Friday night. I'll probably put on Prey one of these nights, I think. Yeah, why not? Yeah, why not? This is one you could talk over because it's so visual anyway. But we should wait uh, some time before yeah, people I, I see it Yeah, I want to give people time to yeah. because that shouldn't be the, f- the first time you watch it. Yeah. No, uh, it's, it's worthy enough. Yeah, but check that out. Uh, check out Pre- Prey. Check out Hulu.com. That's H-U-L-U.com. Hulu. Because you can't go to the fucking theater to see this. Yeah, you can't go to subscribe. AMC. Yep, subscribe. Watch this movie. Unsubscribe. That's how you do it. That's how, that's how I did it. Yeah. That's how America does it, baby. Yep. We're America, right? We're America. Okay. All right. I think... All right. Okay, bye. (laughs) Bye.